Hello and welcome to the How Do You View You podcast with your host, Griffin Stein. Uh, this is the podcast about, you know, self. I should have this down by now. I don't know why I always pause when I'm doing it, but it's a, it's a self uh, therapy type of a, a, a podcast where you can, you know, you ask us just to take the time to pause, you know, and ask yourself a question to see why, um, why you're doing certain things that you're doing or not doing. Uh, which actually I just I just did earlier where <laughs> where uh, somebody told me something and I was and, and 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 in my mind I'm not that so and it was a good thing it was a good thing so it wasn't a bad thing it was just something that I I just did, you know I don't like to hear it so it's like you know I gave them reasons why I wasn't that and this and that um, so. Yeah, I had to sit and talk to myself and say, why is why is this a bad thing when you don't let people be be gracious sometimes to learn how to be gracious? Uh, yeah, anyway. Um, I guess I'll just get into it. So, I, you know, I talk about the, sometimes the post that I do or or just what's going on and, and stuff that, that, that struck me as, as weird or odd or funny, funny mostly. So I did a post where I said, you know, a generational curse, you know, is not broken um, by you. It's broken, you know, it's not, it's not a, a generational curse is broken by a family, not by one person. So it, the outcome, your outcome, you can't break a generational cur- curse with just your outcome. It's your great, great grandkids have to feel, you know, feel that. That, that that breaking of a curse where let's say you know for for example what I'm saying is if I was on drugs for a long time and then I got my life together and then got me a nice wife and you know did everything the right way and had a couple kids um, I'm that I didn't really break a generational curse because I went through it so I'm not breaking it but me instilling in my children and my wife, and, and everybody that's in the in, in in our orbit, you know, getting all of those people into that to that same state of mind of, of you know living is would show that if my great great grandkids, whatever I went through, the drugs and whatever I went through, they wouldn't even it wouldn't even enter their mind to to do it. So it, what I'm saying is it it takes a family to 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 break uh, generational curses. Um, this, this, you know, the sad thing is, I see a lot of people saying it, and that's why that's why I said it. My intent was for people to think about it, and you know, it's like, cause I, cause, cause, just to be honest, I know people who say, yeah, I'm breaking generational curses. I didn't, I didn't smoke weed today, or I'm breaking generational curses. I got a, I got a house. You know, nobody in my house, in my family, ever had a house, and. That's not breaking the curse. That's not breaking it at all, really. You know, and and then your kids aren't with you. So who's going to make sure that your the, the curse is with the kids? It's not with you. You already live in the curse. You live in the curse. If you can remember the curse, you part of the curse. That was that's the that's the problem. If you can remember the curse, you part of it. So that's all. I, I was just I went into it and I 
I knew it was a lot of people who was gonna be funny style with it because of, you know, the way I said it. And I did say it, you know, I didn't say it in an accusatory way. I just, I kind of just said it like, you know, remember your kids is what I meant. It's just remember your kids. Remember the people that, that that's, it, it, you, you, it's cool that you're an entrepreneur and you did all of these things, but if, if you, if your kids don't, I guess if your kids don't follow in your footsteps, you're not building a business for them. You know, you're building a business for yourself, you know, in the meantime. So, you know, it's crazy. You, you can't, uh, I don't know, because I'm trying to remember a time when, when we did, because, you know, people did pay attention to what their parents, I mean, but it was, a, it was a different time. And people, you like, you had to go do what your parents said you had to do. But you, you know, I don't know. I, I, I kind of like see, I see the merit in that now. Be because let's say because, just you know, randomly, a, you if you pay a lot of attention to your child, you would know a child is the musician. You would know a child is this, that, the third. That's what I'm saying. When, when, when everybody was living like, you know where everybody lived on a farm or everybody lived on something where you really interacted with your family all day. You know, what you learned is what your father was. You didn't, you know, you didn't go to school and do all these things. What, but my point of it is, um, you know, you, you will know that your son is not going to be a, a good Sawyer. You know, he won't be a good saw man because he developed later, this and that, and the third. But you know what I'm saying is, I think back then it, 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 it would be better for somebody to choose your uh, a path in life because, you know, you have a, a, a way to go. Because now there's so many people that don't. Because, you know, everybody wanted to choose their own path. Mom, I want to do my own thing. And then, you know, 15 years later, you're doing what your mother told you anyway because, you know, she did her own thing and then ended up doing what she was doing. And you, there's nothing wrong with that. It's just sometimes, that's when we go back to the generational curse thing. It's like, when you, if your kids don't listen to you, and that's the, I think that's what I said. If your kids, you cannot break uh, generational curses if your children don't listen to you. Because the breaking a generational curse is based on their outcome, you know, not yours. So, if you tell your kid, you know, don't do this because I did it, and then your kids kind of still have to listen to you. And that's the, and the, that's the other thing that's not happening really. It's like nobody feel like they have to listen to anybody because you, you one way or another, you can hustle out here and make money. So you, you know, even if you, you know, even if you are a, a child that needs a parent and needs guidance, I feel like you can still, I still, you still can be out here and make money. There's money everywhere. Um, now I don't know what kind of money, but you know, you, you feel like you can survive. Oh, there's a lot of them. It's a lot of runaways. It's a lot of runaways. But um, yeah, so that was that. Um, man, I um, something is going on with my, my house again. So it's I guess at the door, it it all I guess it always leaked, and I just never knew it. And then I found out about it, and then I went downstairs, and now it's it's all moldy down there. But I, I treated that like a couple, yeah, like three, four months ago. And then I'm now, it's raining again hard out here anyway, out here. And I'm, man, I touched the inside of it and it, it is all just, it's all brittle. So it's like, that's been wet for so long. And 
the good thing, the good news was it was still dry. So I'm gonna find something good out of all of that. But I have to go get that fixed, you know, owning a home. That's what I'm saying. And, and you, you think, you know, that's why some people don't wanna own a home. That's why I'm saying these generational curses that some people are, are complaining about been, been these generations since the 40s. Some people's family has always been in project home housing. Some people is you, you know, <laughs> people talk about a generational curse, and it's like, nigga, we was always cursed. A lot of us, you know, some of us was always cursed. It was like you, you came because of the people, especially in Richmond, they say there was a uh, a project because we lived in one East Hill project because I know that was still original from back then because all of the shit had asbestos in it, so we probably all got cancer. Or coming. I was wondering why I was wheezing. Um, but um, and then it was when they said it was one down there on Hoffman and it was another one. So what I'm saying is if it, if you were in a different, you know, locality than us, but you still you you came here in the 40s, you could have been in those projects, then moved to the Easter Hill projects or to the North Projects, people that have generations in the projects. So uh, that's another thing is defining what a generational curse is. And I, you know, I, I mean, if we go all the way back, it's got to be either the farms, but, you know, again, some of us were slaves, and or Africa, which some of us say they ain't from Africa, they ain't from here. So um, either way is tribe life. Either way is tribe life. If it was here or if it was there, it's tribe life where the community. <laughs> comes back down to tribe life and my purpose so it's it's a funny thing but it's a it's a, it's a that's how I try to make it where everything comes back to what I was the original thought and, and that's a that's what I would tell most people to try to do if you can remember what your purpose is uh, not even a purpose because I don't want people to be running around like I gotta find something to be I think I think not purpose but a happy spot a place where you happy you are, I don't even, let me define happy. If you can get up, do what you want to do every day without worrying about money or anything, uh, and you're not hurting anybody, and you ain't got to worry about somebody trying to hurt you, um, that's my definition of happy. That's my definition of happy. Uh, so, if I can wake up happy every day, you know, but I, my purpose is to do all of these things to get there. But that's what I'm saying. My purpose, that's my happiness, would be to where I can get up, do what I wanted to do. Because it would still be something like this, but it, it would be, it'll be way different. I wouldn't be working for nobody, and it would be more fellowship, and I'd be out more, but 
when is money never an object? You know, when is money never an object? And people say it, even the people that say it don't mean it. They just say it because it sounds good. It does sound good, though. Money is no object, bitch. Go on. Give it to me. But, um, anyway. Um, so, yeah. Um, that's about it. Um, I'm, I'm trying to get these videos shot and uh, other stuff, and I'm starting to... Uh, I wanted to send a congratulations to uh, the Black Parent Resource with Juanita Zaylon and uh, Sincere from Melanated Harmony. They put together a sipping, sipping light. I think it's because it was like they was making candles, and I didn't, you know, I, I didn't want to mess up the vibe of it because a lot of people have a problem with a lot of stuff, and I know it's not me that they have a problem with. But if somebody is somewhere and I look very you know, whatever I look like. I just didn't want to mess up their, you know, they women kick it night. So when I went there, I did, I still dropped by and it was beautiful. Actually, it was beautiful. I was like, man, I should just stay, I should just stay. They was like, no, just stay. Everybody was like, stay, but you know, it's just more, more and more women start showing up and I didn't just want to be in the spot, you know, but I'm going to the next one because they're going to make it. Uh, work. I just really like the idea of making candles. I don't want to do butter candles, but I do like making, I just like making. I like creating, so you know, that's that's just what I like to do. So if I can find out how to do that, then so be it. And then you get some dark candles. Cause I I don't know why people don't use it, but I think licorice would smell very good in a candle. Cause I think licorice and chocolate hits two similar notes. So I would like to see how I could make that burn. That's what I'm saying. I'm already thinking like, man, I can I can put these together. And people be like, what does that smell? <laughs> Like Betches Bergamot and cinnamon. Oh, call it Bergasot. Whatever. However you're going to do it. But, uh, so, yeah. That's all. Um, looking forward to that. And and, 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 and anybody watching this, you know, they do it at the, the um, at the, uh, the Girls Inc. building, which is the Black Parent Resource building, which is also the Multicultural Bookstore. So you can go there and get children's books. They have the reading on the, uh, every Saturday. Um, so yeah, we, 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 we want to set up stuff where guys are trying to do stuff, you know, like the, the candle making or the uh, painting and, you know, they, but I guess she was talking to some dudes and they just want to barbecue. And I, you know, I don't eat meat and I don't really want to cook. You know, I don't really want, I, I don't really want food to be the, the object of everything. Cause I think that's how we get caught up in stuff. I think we got to get away from food as being a, the central. Food is very essential, you know, but I don't know. I, you know I'm just saying what I think. Got to get them there first, though. So anyway, congratulations to them. It looked good, and I'm, I'm happy to, to, to help in any way that I can, and I'll be at the next one. Um, but, yeah, it's going to be a hot summer. Um a lot of stuff going on a lot of people a lot of my peers like in Richmond they they everybody is on fire right now everybody is uh, getting lit and, and making music and making moves and and hopefully everybody you know uh, do good hopefully nobody get hurt because um, this it look, it look I like it I like it even though you know the people some of the people I don't care for but you know what you gonna do I I think it's a good thing for this many people to be, you know, creating enrichment, it just enrichment. So it's, I, I, I want to see more of it, especially dudes my age, because it's it's a lot of people that I wanted to see, you know, continue to rap and, and, and 
make music and make different kinds of music. Um, but you know, everybody separates for different reasons and different things. So you know, we do what we do. I, I like to see it. I like to see it. I wish I could, you know, I really wish I could do more with people, but everybody got all of these rules. They got all of these rules like, oh my God, it's just so stupid. It's, it's just, it's just, yeah, I don't know. It, they just got all of these rules. Like, a, 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 nah, I ain't gonna do no songs and talk about women. That's the great. But they'll kill a nigga on, on the same song. Or a nigga say, oh, no, you killing me. No, nah, no, nah, man, you better talk about these bitches. It's just like you got morals in one spot and then none in the other. And then you ask them, you ask them what's their favorite movie and they tell you Scarface. Oh, you mean where he raped the bitch and he was, he was selling dope? All right. Who am I to judge? So, you know, everybody got so many rules. That's why I say, when I say I'm dark, I am all of that. I'm everything. I could be the kindest person in the world and I could be your worst nightmare. I mean, and, and, and it's, at my, it's at my disposal, just like every other person in the world. And to deny that is silly, silly, silly. You know how you're a revolutionary and, and don't and don't and don't carry a weapon. You know, so stop. Anyway, my point is, I'm happy for everybody in Richmond making music and and, and really and really making music though. Like like it's, I, I wish they wasn't talking about like it's some older dudes. You know, my age and older talking about yeah, these niggas, these niggas. I wish they wouldn't talk about the young people because who who are they gonna go to if you talking about? Them? If you saying they need to talk to us about this and but who gonna walk up to you? They men just like you men. So it's they ain't finna come up to you and talk to you if you are if they already think you don't care for them. Would you? Did you did you? When the dudes that, that was talking about Easy B and and, and Busy B and, and the Crush Groove Five told you, nigga, y'all not b-boying, y'all doing something else. You didn't listen to them, so because they was talking bad about you. What I'm saying is, don't expect to talk bad about people and then wonder why nobody fuck with you. So if you sitting there talking bad about anybody, people watching. I watch. Like, huh, this nigga say he loves everybody. I guess except young niggas who play, who do rap music and don't pull their pants. He hate them. Like, why would you hate anybody? Anyway, um, so yeah, <laughs> my point. I'll be losing my point, but it's all good. Anyway, I appreciate everybody that tunes in. I know I'm all over the place, but this is self-therapy. My way, you know, it's what we do. I appreciate questions. I appreciate anything, you know. Um, this is what we do. 11 projections, and I'm trying to be a, a, a artist, and uh, Revelation is coming soon, April. I'm hoping. I haven't even wrote it yet. I'm gonna go ahead and tell you the truth. Today is February something. I don't even know. I already put it on March. I already put my calendar on March. <laughs> I already put my calendar on March. So, uh, yeah, I haven't even wrote it. And it got to come out in April. So, uh, this going is going to be something. But, I, you know, I'm getting better at that. Like, I'm I'm already hearing music. So, I, I feel like I already got it wrote. I ain't finna pull no, no Lil Wayne or nothing. Uh, not quickly. But I think that comes. 
I don't know if people know that, but I think that comes, I think if you do a thousand songs, I think that shit comes to you. If you write a thousand, I think if you write songs a thousand, if you wrote a thousand verses, I think you can do that. I think you just, you it just becomes part of you. Because people think it's an amazing thing, but I see it can come. I see it's coming. Like, I would, one day I talked in rhyme without even, you know, trying. <laughs> see, I just, I talked in rhyme when I'm not even trying. I got to, it, it just comes in. And, and, and what I would tell people, anybody that, you know, sometimes when I listen to beats, that's what I do. I hear it, and I'm I'm scatting a little bit. You know, I'm ski-backing a little bit. So I'd be, but that, but I go, dun, 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 dun. And then you just go back and put words in it. So you'll come up with a phrase and then you put words in it. and then I just play the beat until, you know, until I come up with a, a song that's worth doing. But, you know, I don't know what a hit is. I know what I like. And I, T-Pain said this and it made sense because I was saying it. I was saying it in my head, but I never I never said it out loud. And I should have said it out loud because as soon as he said it, I, I, I just zoned in on it. He's a nigga, if you like it, talk about music. If you like it, at least 10,000 other people like it. You just gotta go find them 10,000 people. So, this is what I'm doing. I'm trying to find 10,000 people. That's what I'm doing. I really enjoy doing music. Um, I know the kind of music I'm doing is probably gonna it probably ruffle hides. But when I say I explain it, I've seen people's faces just go, I, God damn it, you didn't ever say. And I'm like, oh, I have to explain. You know, this is for those who know. And it, sometimes you don't understand things. Like, I don't even know how to explain it, but sometimes you don't see what you're supposed to see at the time you're supposed to see it. Because you're not, let's just say that, let's say at, a, at 10 years old, you can only see 10 year old things. Cause you, you, your mind is 10 year old mind. So you, you don't see, you can see your mother and father having sex and you're like, oh, they playing leapfrog, but I don't know why they naked, but they playing leapfrog. But, so what I'm saying is, if I'm saying something, even if you're grown, if I'm saying something to you now, you probably, some people don't understand it. Like somebody said something to me long time ago that I understand now, my father, a lot of people. It's just when you, it's a lot of it, it's, a, it's about understanding. It's about understanding. It's a patience too, a lot of patience. A lot of patience. Um, for other people and for yourself, but mostly for yourself. That's, that's what I need to learn is patience and, and forgiveness. I think that's what this pain is now in my stomach is me just trying to do so much because I know I got so much to do and I know I don't got that much time. Well, I feel like I don't have that much time because it's good. It's the, clock is the, 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 the clock is always ticking. So, anyway, this has been your episode of How Do You View You with your host, Griffin Stein. Uh, thank you and uh, peace.